Welcome back to another episode of our Eagle Perspective podcast. I'm Mike Siciliano, Dean of Students in the Upper School, and everyone makes fun of me because I start a lot with, like, two of my favorite people, okay? <laughs> but full disclosure here, like, we've known each other for, like, 30-plus years, yeah. so let's just let's just give it out there. Like, really, for real, for two like of my favorite people. Then, right? <laughs> right, like, in the weddings and all of that yes. stuff. So... Uh, let's just, we'll get that bias out of the way at the start. Uh, I'm yes. joined today by Colin Sinclair and Carrie Sinclair, formerly Carrie Haig when yeah. she was a student here, uh, two of our fantastic alumni. Uh, guys, thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, yeah thanks, man. We're, yeah. we're stoked to be here, honored, and go Eagles. Totally a moment we envisioned as sixth graders right? here at Santa Fe <laughs> Christian. So remind everyone, I know you guys are um, a part of what some people would say is the best class in Santa Fe history. That's just Purely objective. <laughs> purely uh, what objective. year was that again? 2001. 2001. Yeah, buddy. Okay, I love it. Um, so, man, before we get into your journey, and um, just so people know, so both graduated from Santa Fe, yep. uh, are now obviously married, yep. um, and have kids that are currently enrolled at Santa Fe. So uh, it's obviously played a, played a big part in your story at various points, yep. and we'll get to that. Um, I first, I have to note, like, I, there are so many memories here, yes. like, at this table. Uh, I mean, I, Carrie, you and I met in fourth grade. Yep. Okay, and, and um, I think we first kind of met through student council. I was just going to say, student council. What are, your me- what are your memories of student council? I, I loved student council. I felt like we had so much fun. I remember the, like, what are the Roberts rules of, yep. of order? Yep, impeach Ann. <laughs> <laughs> we, as middle schoolers, we learned Robert's yes. rules. So, by the way, we would both run for class president all the time, and and I always ended up as the vice president. No, I'm I just feel, gonna say that. I feel I, like didn't we like switch off? I feel like we were always like, I'm, oh, who's I'm so glad who's that that's how. <laughs> I'm so glad that that's how you remember it. I'm pretty sure I was the vice president the entire time, uh, and which was the right choice. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and then Colin, uh, sixth grade. Right, and uh, you you were just talking as you, as we were sitting here about Miss Richardson's sixth grade class, and my earliest memories are that I asked you for money pretty much every day for the snack machine. Yeah, <laughs> thankfully the the price of a Coke in nineteen ninety five yeah. was cheaper than twenty. Do you remember the particular candy that I would I would tend to buy? I don't remember the candy. Okay. That it was you shock bought. tarts. Shock tarts. <laughs> I was like Smarties, did, shock tarts. Did those still exist? I was gonna say back when they had actual candy. Yes, in the, candy in, in the, the vending machine. machine. Yeah. It was like fifty-five cents. Well, I I didn't remember the candy, but I I do remember that at the end of sixth grade in the yearbook, when you wrote like everyone did, have a nice summer. Yeah. You also included a twenty-dollar bill. That's right. To pay me back, which right. you know, if you think about inflation, I mean, twenty bucks now. Well, I hope you invested it wisely. <laughs> yeah. But the truth is you probably just gave it back to me in small increments the next year. <laughs> so I, I think that was a genius move on my part because you felt like, wow, like I got reimbursed and, and I feel good about this. But like there's no way that the amount you gave me was anything close to 20 bucks. Like it had to have been way greater than that. Oh, so yeah. I'm pretty sure I got the better end of that deal. So, all right. Um, we could have a whole podcast on our memories, but like before people move away, <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit, each of you. Carrie, let's start with you. Okay. About your Santa Fe journey, when you came here, and um, you know what you remember, and how it's yep. played a role in your life. So I came here when I was in first grade, which I think it was '89. Started here um, and went here all the way through twelfth grade, which was not the original plan. I think that 
my parents were planning on having me go to somewhere else for high school. But at that point, I had been, you know, at the school for eight years and had really um, incredible friendships, and I wanted to stay. So um, stayed here all the way through. Um, and then after graduating here, I went to UCLA for college and <clears throat> studied physiological science um, and had a, a really neat experience at, at UCLA. Um, moved back into town and Colin and I reconnected and um, got married and um, started, kind of pivoted a little bit in my career and worked um, in graphic design for years. Um, and now we have three kids. You didn't actually date in high school. No. Right? And so we'll, we'll come back and, and get to that. But when you think back to your time at Santa Fe, like what are some of the standout either memories that you had or things about it that stick out in your head, you know, years later looking back is like that, I didn't realize how significant that was or how important that was. Yeah. I mean, for me, it really comes back to the people. I mean, the, the, um, the experiences I had here were incredible. I think you know, I got to have some really neat athletic experiences and academic and, um, but really the, the friendships that I have, I mean, clearly, like, I have a lot of people from high school who are still a very significant part of my life today, you know, 20 years later, um, and, and teachers who are still in my life and who are in my kids' lives now and, um, my whole family's lives. So that, I, and I think I don't, I didn't realize how unique and special that was until yeah. I mean, until after I left really and yeah. got to college and you know would talk to people about summer plans or you know taking like phone calls from high school teachers and yeah. having my friends be like yeah. you what? Yeah. They think it's weird. They think it's like bizarre. you talk to your teacher? Yes. Yes. <laughs> from high school? Yes. And from I 10th just, grade? And I kind of just thought yeah. of course. Yeah. Don't, Doesn't don't everybody? You? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the fact that, you know, I was excited to go home for summers and I was excited to reconnect with high school friends, I think that was very out of the ordinary. And that's when I started to understand, okay, my high school experience was high school, middle school, elementary school. The whole experience of Santa Fe was unique and special. And, um, yeah. Who are some of the teachers that, that stand out to you or that, you know, you stayed connected um, with? Mrs. Ellis in mm -hmm. eighth grade English. The best. The best. She um, she is actually like kind of a part of our story too. Um, but so she, just to clarify too for our audience, so we yes. have a Mrs. Ellis yes. now. Yes, that's right. Who is Different our middle Mrs. school Ellis. assistant principal. She is the yes. daughter-in-law of the Mrs. Ellis yes. that we had. Kathy Ellis. Yes, Kathy Ellis. I still have a hard time calling my former teachers by their first names. Yeah, when you come work here, you get used to that, <laughs> by the way. Like, it takes a bit, but you do get used to that eventually. Mr. Salyer, I saw him, you know, on campus the other day, and I called him Mr. Salyer, yeah. and he said, can you, you're making me feel like I'm ancient, can you please call me John? Call me and John. I, like, tried, but yeah. I had, I, I don't know. I, for me, it was Mr. Jelnick. Like, I can call him Mike now, but it took a good three years of working here before, like, that oh, was, like, it. a comfortable thing. So I just good. saw him at church, and he said... Call on us, Mr. Jolly. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's in you. Yeah. You know? yeah. So uh, so Kathy Ellis. Yeah. Um, really took. There was a group of us that she kind of took under her wing, and um, we hung out together on campus, off campus. She took us um, skiing, and on a like mountain Sierra trip. I think when we were in high school or had just graduated, 
Um, and just she was has been really intentional about our like relationship and development. And um, and she and my mom got to be really close friends too. So that's yeah. just like really um, unique, unique yeah. again relationships yeah. with teachers. And then I and I had so many teachers here. Mr. Kim was my um, chemistry teacher in in um, tenth grade. Yeah gonna say high school 10th grade and now his um daughter is in my son's third grade class which is wild um he i they're all of the teachers that i had just really intentionally poured into me as a as a student as a person just cared about who i was becoming and um my life and that yeah really made a huge difference yeah awesome yeah okay colin how about you when'd you get to santa fe and same question, what what are the standout memories or moments of impact for you? So I came here in sixth grade, and um, my parents sent me to Santa Fe in sixth grade. I was uh, shy, um, and I did not know anyone other than one guy named Todd Massey. <laughs> Todd had come the year before, so it's the only guy that I knew. And um, for me, like Carrie said, it was the people that stood out to me and I met you and I met other guys and, um, I immediately started taking advantage of you and asking for money. For <laughs> right. right. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and so, um, I just remember as a shy sixth grader being amazed at the type of people that were, um, took an interest in me as a student um, and as a friend, and then ultimately going to chapel and um, making a decision to follow Jesus. And it was really the way that I saw and observed the type of people that were, were here. And now that I'm able to think back on, as a sixth grader, what I was experiencing, I can articulate it a lot more now. And it was just really the hands and feet of Jesus that were being lived out through education, through coaching, and through friendships. And so came here in sixth grade, and um, uh, like Carrie, actually, heading into high school, my parents said, hey, um, would you want to go to La Costa Canyon? Because we grew up right by La Costa Canyon. Mm-hmm. And I thought Which about it. Which was brand new back then, yeah. too. It was like two brand years, yeah. you know, two yeah. years yeah. old. Brand new. Um, yeah. And I... Just I really thought about it, and I and I wanted to play baseball at the time at a, in college, and so I was thinking, well, maybe I go to La Costa and play baseball there. And I just thought about the relationships that I had here at Santa Fe, both from the teachers, the coaches, and then my buddies. And I was just like, why? Why would I go to La Costa? There's nowhere else that I'd rather be than Santa Fe. And so, um, like Carrie, graduated 2001, and. Um, I think back teacher-wise, I think back to Barb Latt, Miss Latt, in seventh grade math um, with you. Um, Friday morning chocolate right. chip bagels. Yeah. And um, I think about Debbie Coley and um, having us over to her house as a group to do study sessions and have pizza. And, you know, it's one thing to care about your students from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., but then to invite them to your house yeah. at night. Are you kidding me? To, to invest in you because they care about you as a student and as a person. And um, Clark Gilbert was here, mm-hmm. and he had a big impact in, in my life, going to Wheaton and playing football there. 
Oh, Mr. Jelnick, Mr. Sellier, Mr. Kim. Yeah. There's so many names. We all did a Bible study with Coach Wright. For, yeah. For yes. Randy Wright, our basketball coach, yep. for a number of years in our 20s. Yeah. 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 Uh, coach yeah. Wright coming in senior year in basketball and then the the investment that he's put into our lives. Yeah. Doing Bible study for like a decade with him. And, and, and just so. the way that they, I mean, they came to, uh, Randy and Julie came to like, a million baby showers yeah. and bridal yeah. showers and weddings yeah. and first birthday parties for our kids. I mean, they just really were like an R just part of our lives. And yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, so you went on to play football at Wheaton. Colin, tell us a little bit about then after that and what you're up to now. Yeah. So from Santa Fe, I, I went to play football at Wheaton college in Wheaton, Illinois and played mm-hmm. for a guy, Mike Swider, coach Swider. And really, um, you know, what I experienced at Santa Fe from the coaches and the teachers, um, when I went to Wheaton, I experienced more of that. And so I played football, played wide receiver, studied business. But when, I, when it came time for a career, um, I just really reflected on, on who had impacted me and how. And it just, I kept coming back to the teachers and coaches. And so I thought I would have gone into education and been a teacher and a coach. Um, But God had a different plan, and I got a phone call from an organization called Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And this is back in 05. And um, this guy, Jay Stowe, called me, (laughs) and he said, hey, uh, Colin, this is Jay Stowe with FCA. And I said, hey, Jay, um, can you remind me, what is FCA again? (laughs) You know, and he said, oh, it's Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And um, we really, it was just getting started out on the West Coast um, in the early 2000s. And so in um, 2005, in the late summer, I um, accepted the position. And then it was a Santa Fe Christian family that I called and said, hey, um, they were like my um, like second parents here. And I said, hey, would you host a fundraiser for, for me? I'm, um, God's calling me to sports ministry with FCA. And so... It was the Santa Fe family that hosted the fundraiser, and um, you and I were doing a Bible study. Yes, for their daughter, about that. class about of two thousand six. Yep, we did a Bible study for at their house, mm-hmm. and so that same home that we did the Bible study at, they hosted the fundraiser. And then November fifteenth, two thousand five, was my first day in the um, ministry with FCA. And you've been doing that ever since. Still Do are. ever since. Yeah, right. it'll be seventeen years November, and I, I still, I absolutely. I love what I get to do. Um, I love waking up every day and walking with Jesus and being like, where are we going? What are you doing today? And how do I join you in your, in your work in this, um, in this world? Awesome. Well, we're grateful that you do it. I mean, you've done it with a lot of our kids over the years as well. So thank you. Um, so, and then Carrie, we didn't, we didn't get to all of your career stuff, but so you graduated, obviously you guys reconnected. Yes. Um, you went on to a career in graphic design. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, So I, I kind of pivoted mm -hmm. into graphic design shortly after we started dating, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, studied physiological science in college. I loved it. I still, I'm just fascinated by the study of, you know, the human body and, um, the way God designed it. I mean, really looking at that and seeing like just the fingerprints of a creator. Um, but career wise, I, I kind of tried a lot of different things that were related to it. Didn't find a really great fit. Um, I'd always loved art and, Mm -hmm. and design and like the organization of information and communications. And so, um, 
went back to school and <clears throat> studied design and then started to um, work in that field. So Awesome. And you're still doing some of that. Still doing some of that. Yeah. Kind of put a pause on it. Um, Three when kids. Our, when our third kid was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was, was doing like working part time yeah. with the first two. And then um, when Nolan came, it was just a little too many too many balls in yeah. the air. So, um, but yeah, he'll be in kindergarten next year. So awesome. I'm going to have a lot of time. So yeah. Okay. So good transition. Yeah. Uh, so you are next year going to have three kids enrolled at Santa yeah. Fe. So there's obviously lots of school choices and the yeah. landscape is totally different now, even compared to when we were yes. in school and there's lots of good, good options out there. Yeah. Um, so what is it, you know, obviously you decided to have your kids here, but what were the things that made you ultimately say, Hey, Santa Fe, like we for sure want to look, and this is what we're hoping to find there. Yeah. When our oldest Rylan was going to go to school, um, to start his kindergarten year, um, we, yeah, we started to have discussions about what, you know, what we wanted for him. And, um, we ended up with him at our public school for his kindergarten year and then part of his first grade year. And then, um, COVID shut it down and we were doing the, the Zoom school thing. And um, so kind of that, yeah, that ended up being an, an interesting year for us. And at the end of that year, um, we decided, look, you know, looking at another year of COVID and maybe Zooms and that was just not really working for, for our kiddos. So we um, did, we homeschooled for a year. Um, you say I, we. We. Yeah. We. Thank you. Yeah. We. I actually, I actually was the <laughs> principal. Was oh, okay. And the PE teacher. Oh, yes. great. Thank All right. So yes. All right. All right. Forgive my skepticism on the we. <laughs> so yes, we homeschooled them for a year. So that was Ryland's um, second grade year mm-hmm. and Michaela's kindergarten year, and um, it was it was fun. It was it, I mean you know it's it was like a weird year for yeah. for everyone. Yes. Um, so it, it seemed like a good year to just try it out, and um, there were definitely some like really amazing things about it, and there were some things that were hard. Um, but I think what I what I got to see the the difference of, and what I think really made us consider um, Santa Fe again um, was the ability that I had to really teach the kids all of the subjects mm-hmm. from a biblical Christian mm-hmm. worldview, you know? So it's not just, <clears throat> it's not just we're teaching Bible now and we're, you know, learning a verse, but it's how do you teach, you teach science through the lens of someone who believes mm-hmm. that there's a creator who created us and created this world and this is how we're going to discuss this and to teach history through that lens, um, it, I think that changed my thinking of like how I want our kids to be taught and whether it's, you know, I think at that point it was like, whether it's by me or whether it's, you know, by other, you know, in that environment. Um, I just said, I think, I think now that we have cut, like now that we have experienced this, I don't think we can go back Mm -hmm. to like a place where they're sort of separate, like where we're teaching like by the Bible and like, so you didn't want sort of just like the Christian add-on. Exactly. Right? Like it's all exactly. a part of God's story. Yeah. And especially because, you know, we're, te- we're, we're learning about things and I'm, I'm fielding questions from my kids and I want to be able to answer those in a way yeah. that like just infuses what we believe 
to be true about like life and all, all yeah. aspects of life. So that's when we, you know, as COVID did, it kind of shook up yeah. all the things. Yeah. And so it made us really take everything out and um, examine it and like, what, why, what are we, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? Why, what are we prioritizing here? Um, so we like, sold our house and moved and we were kind of like, where do we want to live and where do we want our kids to go to school? And I, that brought Santa Fe back into the, um, yeah. back into the discussion. And of course we both had such incredible experiences here that, um, it's, I mean, it rose to the top pretty quickly, mm-hmm. actually pretty late in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, made think, it that, uh, <laughs> I, I think, um, you know, like everyone, anyone listening, in the last couple of years, you, you probably asked the, the biggest questions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, um, and I think for us, it, it, it was not what's the matter, but what matters most? What do you value most? And the whole world was, was upside down. And so I think for us, as we stepped back and we just really sought the Lord and thought through, God, where how do we be good stewards of what you've entrusted to us? Both our, obviously our three wonderful kids, um, our finances, our, our time. And, and then you step back and we both reflected on the experience that we had at Santa Fe Christian. And it was like, gosh, if, if they were, if our kids got to experience like a, a per, just even a percentage of what we experienced here from the relationships, experiencing God and, um, through the teachers, through the coaches, through everyone that they would meet on this campus, we, we just came to a place where we're like, yeah, like if there's a way we could we could do it, that's what we want yeah. for, for this year. And now being um, here at the last few weeks of our of their first year, gosh, I mean we're both so thankful mm-hmm. that that we, we we were here this year and that the, our kids, um, all three of them, um, have had an amazing experience, and it's been the similar threads that we experienced when we were here. It's the the way they talk about their teacher, mm-hmm. and the way their teacher prays for them and sends them a, sends us an email and and knows them by name, and and then we we see them in the community, and um, there's there, there's just something that there's a spark that we then reignited that we experienced here, and and to see that has been. Um, worth any sacrifice that we've made, whether financial, whether time, um, to see our, our babies, you know, um, experience a community the way that God intended it here. It's been really cool. I mean, I'm inspired. So, uh, but one, one thing that had, that came up as I'm listening to you guys talk. So, you know, you both mentioned in your stories and I know for me as well, like the power of the parent group and the role Mm -hmm. that the community played in, in our lives as kids, right? So yeah. um, <clears throat> what's it been like now being on the flip side of that? Like you are now the parents, right? This is so weird. Um, <laughs> what, what is it like, what's your mentality about, you know, the parent community and, and what you're trying to do and getting to be a part of that? I think um, in scripture you see the body of Christ when it's working the way, it func- the way it's supposed to function with Christ at the head and and many parts, you know, and I think what I've experienced, what we've experienced at Santa Fe from the parent side of it is that when there's a group of parents that all have different giftings, but a, a, a similar heart for their kids, which is that they would know God, 
and make him known and experience authentic Christian community in, a, in, an, in an education like Santa Fe. Um, it's been uh, amazing to, to have conversations with other parents that share the value that you do around what your desire is for, for your kids and the um, opportunity to be in an environment that reinforces what we're teaching at home and not an expectation that Santa Fe Christian is the only place that our kids get right. Christ yeah. or whatever, but yeah. that it's just as we are raising them and we've, you know, set a purpose statement for our family and we have a value, you know, values that we live by, we know as we drop our kids off and pick them up and as we're a part of the various activities on the campus that it's being reinforced and then to share that with other parents um, is is incredible and 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 praying with other parents for not just our kids but for their kids and what um, what their kid is going through and what they're experiencing and what they're facing and to have those relationships um, through the other parents for for me this year has been incredible and um, you know we've we've shared you know seven dudes getting together talking about yeah. life over a cup of coffee Santa Fe dads and also lastly just um, you know, we've gotten to the Wallaces more and going on some family hikes together and just talking about how we can invest in our kids' lives, not just this year, but yeah. the long haul. So You're talking about John Wallace. John Wallace. Football coach, mm-hmm. works in our athletics office, also a parent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. With kids our kids' age. Yeah. It's super special. It's neat to have um, families that you know, like the – the values align and the worldview aligns and kind of are there to encourage you in your growth and walk with Christ. Yeah. I think one last thing that came to mind was um, talking with Rod Gilbert at a men of SFC and hearing his vision for the role of the, of the parents at the school and thinking through the last few years and um, having him share the vision for parking and next year for um, dads yeah. to be leading the charge yeah. on all the um, parking stuff. The loop. The, the loop. loop. Yeah. And loop. so just to see he, him light up sharing about what it could look like if there were 50, 60 dads that were a part of the loop. Yeah. And I'm like, that's it. Like, that would be so fun yeah. you know, to be here. And I, wa- I want to be a part of that. And so I think for the parents here, you, you – you feel that sense of like you're wanted to be a part of the community. Yeah. And um, that's what, that's what stands out and that's yeah. what's, that's worth it for us. Well, speaking as someone who's very insecure about his own parenting, I'm so glad you guys are here for my kids. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> grateful. Like, thank you. Oh. In advance. I love your kids. Oh, Violet. So <laughs> Violet, oh um, coaching Violet in soccer. That's right. Yeah. Um, it's good. You know, to be, to she be came home. Coach. She's like, I know what a real dad looks like. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> uh, give me my sweethearts. Uh, yeah, hearts, exactly. <laughs> Okay, let's talk a little bit about your story. Um, I think in in some way, uh, I'm going to know, I, I noted earlier that you, you didn't date in high school, oh. which is interesting because I think sometimes like our parents hear about kids yeah. that dated in high school to get married and they think about who their kid might or might not be dating yeah. and it's a little bit of like terror of like, <laughs> I'm assuming this is going to end. So, uh, you well, know. it's funny because when we tell our, when we, you know, people say, how did you meet? Yeah. When we say we met in sixth grade, they're like, oh, high school sweethearts. And we say, <laughs> nope. actually, no, we weren't, we didn't date in high school. We were friends. Mm-hmm. We were, yeah, we were kind of, I mean, you know. 
our class, class was, of 60. Our, yeah, so yeah, yeah. We everybody were, was, everyone friends. was friends. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we were, we were friendly, but we didn't date. And we kind of just went our separate ways in college. Um, we, so this is going to really like date us, but in college we had instant, like instant messenger. Oh yeah. Not no texting yet, but, um, so we like, you know, chatted on Mm -hmm. AIM a little bit in college, but really kind of lost touch for a while until we both moved back here. Mm -hmm. Our class back to Santa Fe again, our (laughs) class still does every year a Christmas party, kind of like a reunion Christmas party. Um, and so we reconnected at the Christmas party in 2006. 2006. Yes. Be- the rest became, is history. Became friends at that point, <laughs> really, again. And I had just moved back to San Diego, so I was kind of trying to get my footing again with friends and church. And so I was kind of like, where do you go to church? And can I come with you? And um, that kind of started our... And Colin was just so gracious and... <laughs> so kind. Really for your benefit. To help me out. Yeah, brought, brought you to his church. <laughs> which, yeah. was it Was it North Coast Calvary? Okay, yeah. which is where you still go. Yeah, which is okay. still where we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah it was great. Um, yeah, so, and I'll, I'll share my, my side. And yeah. So sixth grade came in as a shy sixth grader, didn't know anyone, and, and met Carrie and... Um, Eighth grade, we had a little eighth grade crush on each other, which right means you don't talk to each other, yeah. You know, and your friends kind of do, yeah. and they kind of say, "Hey, you know, did you know, carry?" Which at that point, you still weren't talking to very many people at all. That's anyways, right. I, well, fairness. we were both like very, very shy, <laughs> yeah. so of course we did not talk to each other. Really, yeah. 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 No, no cell phones. Yeah. You know, you know right? right. So just through, you know, other people, and um, so in um, eighth grade yearbook. Um, I wrote something basically saying that I liked her and I was, you know, going to date her at some point, <laughs> you know, basically. And then... Do we have that yearbook somewhere? We do. We okay. do. We have the yearbook. Awesome. And, uh, and then in high school, you know, we, we dated other people a little bit and then um, went away to our, you know, separate colleges and did some instant message and then, yeah, lost touch. You know, we were both in, involved in things in college and then... Yeah, I remember the Christmas party 2006 and um, walked in and I saw Carrie in the kitchen and I was just like, wow, she looks great and I'd love to hear what she's been up to. And so we we talked that night and she just mentioned how she had moved back here. And so she was asking me, yeah, where do you go to church and who are you hanging out with? And so that really... um, started the journey to you know what became has become almost 14 years of marriage and um we went yeah i went to church yeah. and um yeah spent uh, and you were living with like santa fe yep. people mostly were you you were at that time we lived together know, yeah so so i moved to colorado more than tmi but i moved to colorado no, I know. We went right you. as you were moving back yeah yeah yeah, yep. yeah. and so when i left it was like oh yeah carrie's back and then Colin was going to come to visit me in Colorado. Yep. But then three months later, it was like, hey, um, I'm bringing Carrie and we're dating. It's like, and then you guys were out there. I was like, wow, a lot changed in yeah. the three months that I've been yeah. gone. Um, so I know you, you mentioned about accepting Jesus here in sixth grade in chapel, right? And I can't remember if you said it on camera yet, but you also, no. was it was it first, first grade, grade in yeah. the chapel? In, okay. Actually in the classroom with my first grade teacher. In the classroom teacher, with your teacher. That's amazing. It was Mrs. Amazing. Bloodworth. Okay. She was my first grade ah. teacher. She like gave us the, the gospel just yeah. straight up. And I um I 
prayed with her in at recess and um yeah just I yeah from the from the very start of like my walk with Christ like the the teachers and the families and stuff were so so what are in addition to like just coming to Jesus like you, you both spent you know a lot of years here what are the aspects of faith that you know you learned in terms of your walk or like foundational things that that you then took with you like we don't obviously people don't graduate from here you know I mean like faith is a lifelong journey yeah, right exactly. so but are there some key principles or concepts or things that that you looking back you're like that really solidified for me at Santa Fe I think That's for right. me yeah I, I learned how to apply the the good news of the gospel to to all areas of my life um, I learned what community looked like through you know reading God's word it, for me it was the the first time that I had experienced that community of reading God's word of prayer um, chapel yeah I think the, the the chapel was neat from the the variety of speakers that you would you would hear share and um, I think it was the, the theme that they would share mm-hmm. of God's love in their life and various journeys you know some that had gone far from the Lord and come back, some that had really horrible experiences, but there was this reoccurring theme of God's love, and it was just reinforced throughout the years that we were we were here. Um, I think the it was really just the the community aspect of like what I learned about my faith was that it's not meant to be done alone. Yeah, and I think that when I look back and I think about I'm 39 now. And we spoke about our, our involvement here as parents. It was the um, that Christianity is not meant to be done alone. It's meant to be done together. Mm-hmm. And um, celebrating the various gifts that God has given you, and they're different than other people. And um, that it's a healthy place to ask questions, too, about your faith. And I think I learned here, thinking back to my experience, that what was happening was there was um, the body of Christ moving in a, in a direction that was um, different, yet was able to to lift me up and build me up and cared most about my walk with, with him. And um, so those are some things that stand out about. Awesome. I think for me, the I mean, I had the experience of, of going here for 12 years and then going immediately to like a very large secular university and studying science so like for me I think the foundational principle Mm -hmm. that really carried me through was like the bible like this is truth and um like this is like the plumb line standard for for truth and um obviously like learning scripture memorizing scripture it's it's crazy how that just like comes back to you in in times when you I don't know. You may not even like really be thinking, but yeah. it's like in your subconscious. Yeah. Um, so for me, you know, I think being in a in a situation that felt so so different from um, from Santa Fe, I just had a, a foundation on the on the Bible and on biblical truth that was ultimately just unshakable, and that that was so valuable to me um, where there was, you know, so many ideas and professors saying different things about, you know, life and what, it, what is truth. And um, 
I was able to just say no, like no, this is this is like what I believe. This is truth, and um, this is how I like view life. So that was something yeah. that was really foundational. It's, it is amazing to me the scripture thing, and I've said this already. I think in one of these podcasts, but it comes up with alumni all the time, like mm. those verses that yeah. it, it was five minutes before the Bible test <laughs> and you're outside like trying to get it down, but it somehow sticks with it you, totally does. you know, yeah. it, it yeah. pops up in moments. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I think one, one last thing that came to mind, Mike was, um, recently I ran into an alum that I, I hadn't seen, I, I think since graduating hmm. and it was actually his, his wedding day. I happened to be playing golf at the wow. location yeah. of his, of his wedding. And um, when uh, he saw me walk in, he said my name, and I said, "Oh my gosh, you know." And yeah. and I said, "It's great, hey, congratulations on getting getting married today." And um, he shared for the next few minutes about his um, foundation that he had at Santa Fe, and that he um, had left, you know, that and gone to college and gone on a journey away from the Lord, mm-hmm. but had come back hmm. to the Lord and had referenced his experience here and um, the teachers and the coaches and the people and what he learned about God here. While it, while it was a long journey for him, it, it was his foundation here at Santa Fe and God that brought him ultimately back. And he yeah. was just so excited to have a, a pastor marry him and he wanted to sit down with me and we're gonna grab coffee and just talk about that journey. And so awesome. I also just think, you know, that families that either if there's alum that have gone through here or maybe parents that have had kids that are listening to this that may not be walking with the Lord, um, the foundation that happens here at Santa Fe is uh, last and um, just to encourage them in that. Yeah. I, how many inspiring things are you guys going to share in the this 30 <laughs> minutes? I mean, as many uh, as possible. <laughs> um, years. Well, we could probably go on for hours, but. Um, I I can't say thank you enough for coming in and sharing a little bit of your story and, uh, you know, obviously excited as our kids are here together now to get this part of the journey with you too, but, um, love you guys. You're amazing. And, uh, and thanks for coming in. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I I would say to close, I know you're the host, but just to say that, (laughs) but but listen, like just, just to take one second and say, and I know anyone that's watching or listening, even if is that Mike, thank you oh, from on. the Santa Fe Christian <laughs> alum, from from the families being now uh, parents here. Thank you for seriously for answering God's call to be here and the roles that you've been in. And every single person I run into in the community that I mention, Santa Fe Christian, I graduated with Mike Siciliano. <laughs> If they were, if you had them as a student, they say he was my favorite teacher. If they had him as a coach, he was my favorite coach. Um, and just know how loved you are and what impact that you're making here at Santa Fe Christian. So thanks, bro. You are way too kind. I'm sure this will get edited out. But thank you. <laughs> It'll be a memory I take. And I pay all those people to say those things. So I'm glad that investment is good. Well, thank you both for being here. And uh, thank you to those of you who are listening and watching. This has been another episode of our Eagle Perspective podcast. We have more coming in our alumni series. And if this is your first time, we have other episodes as well. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere where podcasts are found. You can always watch us on YouTube as well. We look forward to seeing you back with us soon.